The Healthy Golf Podcast, Episode 41, with Matt Snyder of Launch Code Golf. Welcome to the Healthy Golf Podcast, a podcast designed to help you transform your golf game and your life. Join your host, Dr. Joe O, as he chats with experts on all things golf performance to keep you feeling great and playing your best on and off the course. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Golf Podcast. And uh, I'm really grateful to have Matt Snyder, the owner and creator of Launch Code Golf, uh, which is a new, newer, newish overspeed training system. So, welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me on, man. So, let's go right into it, Matt. Just give us maybe a little bit of background on yourself, kind of how you got into the golf world and maybe what led you to creating this new overspeed training system. Sure. Yeah. So uh, my background, I've, I've done pretty much every job in the golf industry from outside to inside uh, as far as working on a course. You know, um, I've also worked for one of the bigger junior tours in the country, done uh, uh, some tournament directing for them as well as some marketing stuff for them. Uh, and this was in my past. I'm 40 now. This was kind of in my mid and late 20s. And uh, I, I went back to college, got my bachelor's, started working in golf. You know, my, my kind of end goal was to uh, run PGA tournaments, you know, pretty lofty goal. And there's very few opportunities for that. Um, so I did that. It really wasn't going to go anywhere. So I decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of golf for a while. So I moved back to Louisville. I was living in Hilton Head at the time uh, and just really kind of found a different path. You know, I got out of golf. I, I kept playing personally and I've always had an interest in everything golf. So that never stopped. So for about the last 10 years, I've, I've been working in management actually with the company. And um, but on the side, you know, I've always been tinkering with stuff golf related. Um, I consider myself kind of an inventor, I guess you would say. I've never actually invented anything until this product. But you know, I saw the super speed product come out, you know, which is wild, widely popular. And I was like, oh, this is great. I got it myself. It worked. It was great. I was like, I just, it's expensive. Uh, I got to carry around a bunch more clubs. Um, you know, so my brain started wandering. And that's kind of the impetus to what led to the launch code over speed trainer. Uh, yeah, and it, it took about a year and a half for me to go through the different iterations of it, creating it. Uh, and then we got it out there. We got a patent filed for it and put it out to the public. And that's, you know, that's where we're at now. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm lucky enough to be uh, part of a test group. That's, that's right. Testing out the product. I'm through three-ish weeks now. I have to send you my next, uh, my last week's updates on right. speeds. Um, but yeah, through through three weeks and so far so good we'll get more into the product but maybe can you give a brief overview if anyone who's listening isn't aware or doesn't know what technically overspeed training is sure yeah so i mean overspeed training is you know it's kind of a, a technical thing in the background you know as far as what's going on in the body and brain and stuff but if you just want to put it simply we're basically just helping your body realize how fast it can actually move Okay, so we all have limits when it comes to our motor programs as far as the speed, you know, that we uh, we complete any motor program, whether it's you know, walking, doing whatever, anything physical. Right. But we can actually reset those and hack our brain because it is a neuromuscular reaction. Right. 
and we can hack our brain to basically tell it we can go faster than we're going now. So let's do this training. And by doing the training over time, eventually you can really make it a permanent uh, reaction when it comes to your golf swing. And it's it's not it's one of those things where if you do the training, it's going to work. Now, for some people, it might it might be you've reached whatever the maximum speed you've gotten to. There, there's not many people that are going to be that way. They're probably guys that, you know, are very good players or have been doing overspeed training before. Uh, but most people have more in the tank and overspeed training is a great way to just bring it out. Yep. That's a perfect way to say it. And I would say a lot of times, most people probably aren't, like you said, at their maximum limit in terms of speed. Sure. Um, there are definitely prerequisites that I would consider that need to be taken care of before you start going into that. I would, sure. cause most, most golfers are tight. They don't have enough mobility or strength. Those are the things to definitely take care of too, before you get too into the weeds with this, because it is such an automatic improvement for the most part. If anyone's ever done this, like you test yourself beforehand with your driver, you do the training and then you test yourself afterwards. And there will be an improvement if you gave hundred percent effort during the training. Absolutely. Um, now, obviously, you're going to have to do this over time so those changes stay. You can't just do sure. it once, of course, right? Um, just laying that out there for anyone who's hoping to get automatic <laughs> speed gains. Not in that easy, yeah. No, not that easy. But you kind of talked about it a little bit. You know, um, Most people are probably very familiar with super speed. They're probably the most well-known name in this sphere in terms of overspeed training. Um, but like you said, there's three clubs carrying them around it's a little bit more it is a little bit pricey on on that range um but not necessarily terrible but for what it is i mean it's a lot and then your product is is completely different why don't you go ahead and tell tell everyone what kind of what makes your product different than what's out there on the market and you know why you think it's better sure yeah i mean our product is completely different than uh, the super speed product you know there's there's other ones out there too that are kind of similar but most of them they all still rely on kind of the three club set uh they're limited in their weight combination so the beautiful thing about ours is you can use your own driver for training which is great in a number of ways the portability number one is great uh but the really the big things in my opinion are you can get a more customized training program because the weights on these other these other products out there, they're all just kind of general weights based on a general uh, overall weight of a, a driver for a normal person, right? But we're all different. We all have different sized grips. We have different types of grips. We have different size shafts, different flexes, different weights in the, sh in the shafts. So we have all these, and not to mention the heads as well. Uh, so we all have these different specs on our, our drivers, but we're training to this general kind of spec and and the beauty of our product is you can train to your specific specs as far as the weight for your club um so yeah we, we have over i think it's 175 different weighting combinations based on the rings now that's for adults mostly that's you're not going to have a 175 different opportunities for weight changes that's including the junior products as well uh which can go all the way down to zero basically where you're just training with the training head um so the, the customization is a beautiful thing. Uh, the portability, you know, you use your own driver. You can put it in your golf bag you want if you want to. Um, it's cheaper. It's half the price of super speed. Um, and I really think, you know, one of the beautiful things is coaches have a real good opportunity with this product. 
to kind of take it and develop their own ideas about overspeed training. I think that's one of the things that really hasn't happened. And uh, it really is going to give coaches the opportunity to kind of look at the science behind overspeed training more and come up with different, you know, weighting patterns, different uh, percentages of weight as far as what people should be training at. And I know I've talked to some other uh, trainers and coaches and, you know, they want to be able to change uh, what they're doing with individual clients based on what they think the individual client needs. Uh, especially with, you know, guys like yourself that are trainers, uh, you know, you really have a different angle of looking at it. You know, it's different from like a, a golf coach. Most golf coaches don't have backgrounds like you do. And the background that you have is really going to allow you to kind of work a little bit more individually with guys and girls as far as their training. So that's the, that's kind of the, the unintended beauty of it. It, it gives coaches the opportunity to really, do something on their own and move the science forward. Uh, but overall, it's it's completely different than any of the, the other overspeed trainers on the market. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool that you have all those options with the different weights. And just for myself, I went with your standard recommendation of sure. the 200 grams one because I don't have a, a scale that'll weigh sure. my driver head. I was like, I'll just stick with the standard thing, right? So I think it is pretty cool, though, and you can figure out if you – if someone's a coach or a trainer and, and they're working with someone, if they've been trying to figure out where their client is on, say, the force velocity curve, so how well can they move weights that are heavy quickly and how well can they move weights that are lighter quickly, right? So if we can figure that out, if, like, say, you're really good at moving really lightweight, but maybe you need to improve kind of your rate of force development with higher weights or or just moving that weight quickly, you can obviously, you know, maybe just stick with the standard heavy, heavier uh, weight or go a little bit higher too to, and see how that goes. And I think that's, like you said, it's really pretty cool and you can kind of play around with that as a coach. And it's, like you said, it can be very individualized to the person. I also like the point that you can use your own driver shaft, you have your own grip, all those things that, um, you know, are more custom to you. And depending on, you know, your gameplay and what you want will make a big difference in with what you're training, right? Absolutely. Um, why don't you go ahead and maybe if you can describe a little bit how it how it works because again you I mean you remove the driver head all that stuff so how sure. how is that good too because I know some people may not know this but your system is very integrated in terms that it covers a wide spectrum of drivers you don't need to have a specific one or anything along those lines yeah, yeah. So uh, it, getting set up is easy. It takes a minute to get set up. Basically, you're taking your driver head off. Uh, you're attaching our training head. It's, we have a little rubber insert we put over the adapter to kind of protect it as well as uh, to keep the head from moving around. Um, uh, put the screw in, tighten it up. And then, uh, you know, most people train to 200 grams because for a driver head on, on average, that's the weight with the screw in it. And we're taking the weight and the screw off. So most of the, the driver heads alone without the screw weigh a little bit less. Uh, so we use that. And then, yeah, I mean, we, we can almost fit every driver out there that's been made since drivers, you know, they began making adjustable drivers. You can take your head off. Uh, there are some we can't fit, but there are very few. And most of them are, we just can't fit them because the screws for them are, you know, <laughs> they're, they're a different size than, than most manufacturers screws and it's just not 
honestly financially viable to make a bunch of screws for a club that you know maybe a handful of people actually have um <clears throat> but yeah we, we fit all the major brands you know callaway tylus taylor may ping all those guys there's pretty much not a driver we can't fit um so yeah i have uh cobra biocell and when i was looking at the list of what's available and like what's um what you guys can adapt to it's pretty much all the major players like you were just saying yeah. for the most part so most people shouldn't have a problem kind of using the system for their driver unless again you're one of those people that have just that one that one off uh driver there well too uh you know if, if someone does have a question about a driver that we don't have listed they can always contact me uh, I've tried to find every driver that I could that's been made, but I've been surprised. Some people have contacted me. They're like, Hey, I don't see this on the list. And I go back and find it. I'm like, well, that works. I just never found it. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't even know that driver existed. So, you know, if, if you do have something and it's, it's not listed, just give me an, shoot me an email or, you know, contact me through social media somehow and I'll try to figure it out for you. Perfect. Yeah. And then you you guys just launched a junior line as well. Why don't you mm -hmm. why don't you tell folks kind of what that entails and and what that's how that's doing? Absolutely. You know, I think the junior uh, sets that we have are actually one of the, the cooler things because unlike some of the other products out there, you don't have to buy three or four different sets. You know, in case of the big boys out there, if you want your child to start when they're they're small, as you know five to eight somewhere around there when it's generally recommended to start kind of over speed training speed tra training in general um if you started them then and you got them all the way to adult you'd have to buy four sets i think and then as you got older <laughs> you'd have to buy another so basically the way our junior sets are set up is we have three different shafts and because of the way our training head is designed instead of having to buy a whole new set every time you just take the shaft out unscrew the screw put into the put the head on the new shaft and you're ready to train and you know with the weighting system and and all the different weight combinations we can we can hit we can literally you know like all the different junior clubs out there they're all the drivers at least the specs are just all over the place so it's hard to really just design one kind of set for any particular driver because every kid has a different driver with a different spec so that's one of the beauties of it you can actually have the parent or a coach you know they go on our website we have the calculator and uh, they can actually just input whatever their kids weight their, their driver weight is and it's going to tell them exactly how much ring weight they need to train at uh, for our different training percentages and th the great thing about it too is as a kid gets older okay so we got the 32 36 and a 40 inch as they grow out of the 40 inch let's say into a, a standard kind of adjustable driver well they can just take the training head and use it with that so they don't have to buy another one on top of that so it really, I mean, you could, you could literally get this for your six-year-old and they could use it until, you know, they, they lay the, the club down at the end of their, their playing career. So it's really a cool thing. You know, some parents might be like, well, whatever, I, I've got enough money. I'll buy the super speed. It's a big product, but there's a lot of kids out there that thinking about spending a thousand dollars just on overspeed training products for their junior career, they're like, I just I can't do that. That's crazy to me. So that's one of the beauties of it. It's really a lot more affordable. It's more customizable. 
it's easier for the kids to transport around. They don't they don't have to have three more clubs in their bag. Um, so really, overall, I think it's it's really kind of one of the the prouder moments of our product that I have being able to create something for kids like this because. I mean, we want to grow the game of golf, and the best way to do that is to get kids involved and having fun. And kids, kids are just like adults; they love smashing the driver off the tee. Let's be honest; you know that's what what a lot of people love doing. So, I think that's one of the cool things about our kids' products. No, yeah, I think that's awesome, and I think you know, again, talking about growing the game just in general, I think one of the biggest things is that sometimes golf can be so cost prohibitive, depending yeah. on you know what you want to do, and you know, if you want to get better, again, if you don't have the means, it can be really tough to do that. Um, so having these having these things is always nice and good to, you know, be able to, again, grow the game, which is always important because, um, you know, there's so many things that stop it from from growing. But that's a totally different podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's definitely a different conversation. <laughs> what, um, and so you guys have a whole uh, training protocol as well. Um, why don't you go ahead into talking a little bit about that? Cause I know that you have just a, your standard protocol and you also have like a hand and arm, uh, speed protocol as well. Sure. Yeah. So the standard one is kind of just working through different, uh, swing training exercises, different levels. Uh, and most of the different exercises they're there to, to kind of help not only, uh, increase your speed, but increase your efficiency as far as movement, um, and for example, you know, uh, just standing still and doing a normal swing. Well, you're not going to be able to swing as fast as if you're doing like our happy Gilmore swing where you're moving and, and, uh, running into the swing. So it's kind of, it's kind of a, a bunch of different things rolled into one we're, we're trying to improve your efficiency overall. Plus we're trying to add in these movements that actually help you move the club faster, which is going to help increase, you know, your maximum output at, at the end of the, the programming. And then, yeah, we have the hand and arm speed training, which um, a lot of the other programs, uh, the, the products out there have been doing, uh, they've been doing it in different ways. But I've, I've found that you don't need a different club for it to improve your hand and arm speed. You really just need intent and you really just need something lighter. And you can still see, see this, the, the same type of gains that you're seeing with uh, the other products out there. And I, I think one of the big things about the hand and arm speed training that a lot of people don't think about is, a lot of golfers that aren't as good at the game, they're really overly focused on these big muscle movements as far as their their torso and their chest and their back. And that's why you get a lot of people over the top. They, they don't release their hands fast enough. So a lot of that is geared towards helping them just get in better positions from the start by moving those hands faster. Uh, and this is an easy way to kind of trick their body into doing it um plus it adds it, it adds extra distance your hands are and arms are connected to the club it's it's what moves the club the fastest regardless of what everybody says your feet and, and legs do not swing a golf club your hands and arms do so that's where that training comes in but overall you know the training programs are just designed to to help you swing faster be more efficient become an athlete um you know, which, which is all going to lead to more speed and hopefully make you even a, a better golfer as well. Yeah. I think, you know, every single part needs to be worked on in terms of speed, but you're right. I mean, the, the hands and arms swing the golf club, all of the force and the first part of the speed is generated, you know, through the legs and through the ground, but you still need your arms to be, 
to be fast. But um, again, that's a different part in terms of teaching people to use their legs to, to learn how to generate that. Because like you said, most people end up using uh, their arms and their torso to, to generate maximum speed already. And that's where they run into trouble in terms of actual swing mechanics and coming over the top and usually resulting in that slice or, you know, yeah. a big, big duck hook, depending on what's yeah. going on with the hands. But, um, you know, I think that's super important too, just to work on all those things. And so far I've, you know, the, the standard protocols, I think what three, three movements, right? Just your normal mm-hmm. swing. Uh, I forget what it's called, but kind of winding Back swing, up. Rebound. Yep. Rebound. And then you have yeah. the somewhat of like a, the step, step change kind of drill, basically almost half precursor to happy Gilmore basically. Yeah. Yeah. You're building up to that then. Yep. That takes, that takes some coordination. I mean, it does. It doesn't. You, yeah. I mean, just, just want to go into that. You'd hurt yourself. You can. <laughs> um, but yeah, so far, I mean, just in general, as far as like somewhat of a early review slash testimony from myself, at first it took me a while just to like figure out what was going on with everything. Cause there's a whole bunch of different weights, which are just small, basically shaped like a donut. Essentially they're very thin depending on their weight for the most part. Yeah. And they just slide over your shaft and then end up on the, the insert that you put on. So it's real simple just take your driver off. You just use the tool that, you know, the manufacturer gave you slide that off, find whatever insert you need. And the, the head, basically you put that on and screw it in. I mean, it takes no more than 30 seconds and you just slide those little rings on and then you're good to go. And then you just slide whatever rings you need off in between. Uh, when you're going from the light to the 105% from 75 to 105% and it's pretty fast and simple for the most part. And then you're good to go. And once you get, again, once you figure out where you're supposed to be the first time or first two times takes a little bit longer than probably you think it would just cause sure. you're just getting used to everything. But yeah. honestly, like after that, once you have it down, it's, it's like clockwork at that point. It's like, all right, well, here we go do this yeah. test with the driver take it off during your rest time basically and then load it on and then get going and then it's pretty simple um yeah i mean it's it's pretty yeah. efficient training like you yeah. know most people go to the driving range and hit balls for 45 minutes and accomplish nothing yep. make themselves <laughs> worse like this takes you know 45 minutes over the course of a week uh if you do it three times which yep. you know we leave that up to people to make right. that decision if they do it two or three times, but it it's about the best return you can get on training, you know, for golf other than going and buying a, a driver or something or buying new clubs, you know? Right. I mean, and so far you've had us putting in our high swing speed basically on each 75%, 105% in each session. And then just the highest swing speed on the hand and arm speed protocol. And I've, seen some gains so far i mean it's still early we're only three weeks in i will also say that i've had uh i had an injury to my finger during the first week which kind of held me back so um we'll see how we're going but the last session was the fastest i swung the 105 percent, which was 111 which is pretty fast especially since before that was 106 so um big big jump on that one um, but awesome. yeah, we're getting there, so that'll be good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't have so far anything negative to say, and it's hard for me to compare to other sure. 
systems because I have such limited use with them. I've only used the super speed like one time and that was at like a TPI seminar when they're there and you know, they have like a free little test demo thing essentially. So that's the only time I've ever used that. And I haven't, like you said, there's other ones that are out there and I've never used those. So it's hard for me to compare fully to those, but I don't see how this would be any different in terms of, you know, the training and whatnot based on kind of with, with the exception of what you had already said is different in terms of, you know, you're using your own driver, all those things that we've talked about already. Essentially. Sure. Um, so yeah, again, hard for me to compare, but everything's sure. so far well, so good. I, I can't complain. I think one of the things too, people don't realize when it comes to being able to use your own driver shaft and grip for the training is the transference to your actual game after you're done training. Right. So you're getting to use that and, you know, everybody's club's got a different flex profile and tip and, you know, on down the line. I think that really makes a difference when it comes to actually applying speed uh, to a ball on the course. I, th I think it makes a difference. You know, I, I know some of the behind the scenes uh, specs and stuff on the other products out there and their shafts are not designed like regular driver shafts they're designed differently and I, I you know they're just designed to move fast they're not, not to actually you know help you apply the speed once you go back on the course and i think that's the advantage of using our, our product over the other ones is when you go out to the course and start applying speed to the ball when you hit it it's going to be a little bit different and you're, you, you have an advantage of, of training with your own uh, driver shaft and grip and you know we're, we're swinging uh, the club head, the club, uh, but the goal is to swing the club head as fast as possible. You can swing the handle as fast as you want. If that club head's not moving as fast as possible, there's no point, really. So that's another beautiful thing about our product is we're focused on the club head moving fast, not just the club in general. Um, and really, you know, I, I have some ideas to expand upon our product that I'm hoping to put out there soon. That's gonna, it's it's gonna kind of change how overspeed training is done. Uh, I don't want to go <laughs> too much into it because I don't know kind of the, the the patent ideas and laws and stuff behind it. So I want to make sure I'm I'm tied on that before we start talking about it. But I I think it'll 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 kind of help us as far as actually applying speed, which has kind of been something that overspeed training hasn't allowed people to do. Uh, you can swing in the air all you want without applying the speed to something. It really, it's, it's not always easy to transfer it out to the course. And I think that's why using your own driver shaft and grip really helps. Yeah. I, I can't imagine that having not using your own driver and shaft would not be beneficial. Like there, sure. it only seems like it's a positive thing versus right. using just a standard, uh, shaft and, and grip that comes with other systems per se. So yeah. I do think that there would be, I mean, again, like I said, I don't think that there's not a positive to that. Sure. Um, that's well, and, sure. and I'll say this too, for people, you're not going to break your driver shaft. <laughs> you're, it's not going to hurt your club. Uh, I've had some no. questions about that and it's, it's just not going to, it's, no. I mean, you're, when you're hitting a ball with your driver or the ground or whatever, I mean, there's a lot more, possibilities that you're going to break it then yeah. uh, 
you know, our training's made to be done above the ground, not hitting anything right now. So you're not going to hurt your club with it. No, not at all. Unless you yeah. uh, unexpectedly gained a lot of uh, speed and you have not a uh, extra stiff shaft, basically. Um, that's the only way that I can see that happening, but unlikely to say the oh, case, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, and then really the only other thing I just want to just recommend to people is, you know, making sure that you're ready for this. I mean, like I had mentioned quickly in the beginning of the show is as always to make sure that you have the mobility and strength. I still think it's can always be done together. But if you're lacking any of those things, overspeed training may not just be the thing for you. But I still think that there's still a way for you to incorporate overspeed training into your everyday training. Even if you don't have the mobility or strength, you just may need to take it down a notch per se um, with those things. Because the last thing you want to do is get hurt or injured from just trying to swing as fast as you can. And your body's not made to do it. No. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a great point. You know, everybody's got their limit physically. Um, and overspeed training is not just, you know, a singular thing that should be done. You know, if you really do want to increase your speed, you got to work on strength, you got to work on mobility, because you will reach a plateau eventually with overspeed training, that your body's like, well, we've reached how fast we can go based on how strong we are based on our ability to produce power, based on our ability to move, you know, our shoulders not moving any farther back. So that's as fast as we can go. You know, there really is a limit. And like you said, you do not want to injure yourself doing overspeed training. And you really can if you start pushing yourself past your body's physical limits. Yes. Um, Well, Matt, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Before I let you go, I... I have those three questions that I ask everyone. I think I gave you a heads up on those. Sure. Um, so we'll go into those if you're ready. Um, Absolutely. I can't wait to hear this because if you've been in the golf industry for how long you've been, uh, what's the best golf course you've ever played? The best course I've ever played is uh, TPC Sawgrass. Um, fo- uh, followed closely by probably uh, Harbor Town. Harbor Town's nice. such a fun course, man. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, second question is, you basically have a risky approach shot into the green. Are you going for it or laying up? See, when you when you send me this question, in my head, I'm like, the analytical guy's like, okay, well, I need all the details on the shot. How far is it? You know, what, what am yep. I looking at as far as the green? You know, in general, I'm going to play percentages mostly based on knowing my misses and distance and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's, you know, Within 175, 80 yards, I'm probably going to go for it most of the time. Over that, you know, it's getting kind of yeah. like, oh, <laughs> the yeah. confidence it's, isn't there as much. Yep. Uh, so the shorter it is, the more likely I'm going for it. Awesome. It's definitely, it's always funny to ask that question because you do get to see who, which people are more analytical because they're like, well, give me, give me the details sure. on what the shot yeah. is. Yeah. And I just, I just know kinda, what's going on here. Yeah. I'm just more curious as to, what's your natural instinct? Are you a, more of a risk taker or not? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously there's a lot of things that go into to that shot depending on what's going on, but I just always find that to be interesting. Well, what's funny is I, I, I'm more of a risk taker outside of golf, but in golf, I'm more of like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know here. <laughs> 
Uh, last question is you're going to go out for a round. Who is in your dream foursome? Yeah. Uh, man, that's a tough one, you know? Yeah. But I thought about it. I was like, I think I'm going to go with some of the goats. So I, I think I've got, a, and this might be debatable, but I'm going to put Tiger in there because I think he's the goat in golf. That's not uh, possible as far as I'm concerned. Okay, just, good. <laughs> I didn't know. Some people debate yeah. that. But uh, him, and then I'd probably go with Jordan and uh, probably probably Tom Brady because there you go. Man. You know, he's fresh in my mind right now as far as goes. So. Right. Yeah, no, that seems like a, a fun foursome. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Lots of gambling, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Thank you so much for taking the time. If anyone wants to get in contact with you, has any questions, or maybe wants to uh, buy uh, the Launch Code Overspeed Training System, how can they get in contact with you? How can they find the product? All those things. Sure. Yeah, they can uh, head on over to our website. That's the easiest way. It's launchcodegolf.com. Uh, we're also on social media on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, our handle is launchcodegolf. And, you know, if they have any questions that they can't find an answer to on our website, uh, they can always, you know, probably message me on either one of those social platforms or they can um, email me at uh, info at launchcodegolf.com. And there's no silly questions. I'll answer anything. So, yeah. Awesome. Matt, I'll make sure all of that is linked up in the show notes. Cool. Thank you so much again for taking the time uh, out of your day to, to do this. Absolutely, Joe. I appreciate you inviting me on. So that's the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to download and listen to this episode with Matt from Launch Code Golf. Like I said in the show, I will get all of his contacts and the website to Launch Code Golf linked in the show notes. So if you're able to see that, go ahead and reach out to Matt or go ahead and go to the website to check out the product. I would highly recommend that you do. Like I said in the show, I don't have much experience with other overspeed training systems as this is the one that I've used the most. And so far, I have seen some improvements in my swing speed after only using it for just over three weeks at this point. We will see how that translates to my actual golf swing and how that actually relates to playing as I haven't really been able to do that or even swing even on a simulator as of late, although I'm planning to do that soon. So I can let people know and update people on that as well. But other than that, I'm not going to ask for any other likes, subscribe, shares, any of those things, but please go ahead and check out Matt and his product. And if you're truly interested, I will go ahead and go for it. Uh, it's definitely worth the investment if you don't have any other overspeed training uh, system at home or anything along those lines, or maybe you've been looking into other options, go ahead and give this uh, a look and see if it's something that you might be interested in. But other than that, we will officially wrap this up. Thank you again. As always, I'm so grateful for you to listen to this show and we continue to have more and more subscribers and more and more listens. So that just means that we're out there helping more and more people, which I'm super pumped about, but keep working hard, keep striving for excellence because when you feel great, you go off great.